Welcome to my home. You mean my home. It's neither of our homes. But it is our podcast. Glitter and gay. Coming your way. So thanks for tuning in today. Is it really episode seven? It's really episode seven. And I think to, I'm assuming at this point, I can only imagine that we have millions of subscribers and fans on the seventh episode of our first season on the podcast. I would certainly think so. I would certainly think so too. And it's fascinating because, you know, we've just been sitting in my living room. This is day two of actually creating it. Right. Glinda and I have been very upfront in all of our content creation that we do it in batches. Yeah, like, of course. You, you got to do this shit in batches. And uh, today, I actually think today is probably the episode that a lot of people skip to, that a lot of people are just tuning in for this because I'm I'm a fan of like, serious podcast and even I don't like I'm a huge fan of certain podcasts and I don't listen to every single episode I look at the some of the topics and I skip to those and I think people are going to see Glenda Baker talking about TikTok <laughs> and they're going to say oh that's that's that immediate action thing I can do in my business that's not going to cost me it doesn't have to cost you any money if you don't want Absolutely. it to Absolutely. now you might eventually want to make a little investment in it right and we can talk about that and um but at this moment today, I I say I'm not on TikTok. Last night I downloaded it. So I do have the app. I created my little I don't even think I did much to create a profile. I basically just like created a login. And that's as far as I've gotten. So my goal by the end of today's episode is that Glenda Baker will have taught me everything I need to know to have put up my very first TikTok ever. Is that even possible? Can we make my first TikTok in, you know, this is going to be a 30 minute episode, including the voicemail that we're going to play at the end of it? I'm sure we can. I mean, it depends on how, what is your, like, like, what do you want it to look like? Because for me, remember, I talk off camera to Sam. So someone else films my TikTok. And a lot of people put the TikTok, I mean, put the phone in front of them and they're just like, Okay, I'm going to talk to you about earnest money. Okay, I'm going to talk to you about buying in New York City. Okay, I'm going to talk to you about vertical living or co-ops. And so literally you're just talking to your phone. Right. Okay, so it's like so there is an aspect to it that can be like an Instagram story. Like if I just want to like turn the phone around yeah. and say like, "Hey guys, this just happened. Holy shit." So, so there's a lot of different like ways you can do it. For me, I wanted to be the real estate expert. Okay. I wanted people to associate me with real estate, not with dancing, not with funny jokes, not with hijinks. Before you go further, you and I have been friends since way before your TikTok fame. Oh, God. And yeah. I remember your first few TikTok videos were the dances. I remember right. seeing you do the, like the TikTok dances. Right. And you were posting them on Facebook. And I was like, what the hell is this woman doing? I deleted them. You did. They don't exist anymore. I don't think so. Oh, pull out the vault, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we're going to see yeah. Glenda. I mean, because number one, I, I do dance. Do you know that I actually won a salsa contest one time? Recently? Uh, no, not recently. Pre or post lightning rod? Everything's post lightning rod. Okay. Because I was 13 when it was installed. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was I actually 13. Know that. Yeah, I was 13 when it was installed. So definitely post lightning rod. 
Um, but I won a salsa contest, but I don't dance. I mean, I do dance, but I don't dance on TikTok. So I can just tell by the way you communicate. I actually really do. Believe, I love to dance. It's I'm not like a trained dancer by any means. No, but, but you dance in your videos. I love it. Yeah. I love it. It's just like, I think it's fun. To me, yeah. dancing is the definition of a damn good time. Right. And I can tell by the way somebody communicates, whether or not they have rhythm. And like, I can just tell you're a soulful communicator. And that's usually a key indicator that even if you're not like a great dancer that you're gonna do it anyway oh, and yeah. sometimes those are my favorite dancers i'm like they, they don't have the, they don't have the rhythm or the beat i was like but they're going for it i can tell you're like you're gonna go for it oh, and yeah. something tells me you actually have rhythm right oh yeah i have rhythm okay 100 we're going dancing after this oh my god the 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 sag harbor swing <laughs> but you know what i was just sitting here thinking so everybody has like their own little thing so i have a friend that's a mortgage guy that mortgage guy and he has like 800,000 followers and he does trending music topics to trend mortgage topics to trending music. And he sit down, grasp tightly. The guy's gotten 8,000 leads in 10 months, 1800 loan applications from TikTok. <laughs> so that actually really makes me think of another question. So when we were talking about, we were brainstorming about some of the things we were going to do for this podcast. There was like a, what well, I can't remember what the song was, but it's like a hit song. And you were like, oh, this is like a cool TikTok. Fancy like that. Walker Hayes. Oh, I yeah. love him. And so you're like, we could do this little moment leading into the voicemail section. And I was like, no, we can't. Oh I was no, like, you're talking about that other one. Demetrius. Hold please. Oh, right. Yeah. The voicemail. I love that one. Right. And so my my immediate first thought, I guess this is like coming from the NBC Universal world, is I was like, we can't, we can't, we can't afford that. Like, we can't afford the royalties for that. We don't have a budget like that. Um, but so, so people are playing, they're putting their content to trending music on TikTok. Right. And there's no penalties for that. There's no royalties. There's, there's no penalty to it. So TikTok, if it's a trending song on TikTok then TikTok has got the license to it. Well, so if you put, and you can put it on a TikTok. So on like a YouTube video, you know, like if you put like a, like yeah. a Michael Jackson song in yeah. your YouTube video, they will take down your music video yeah. or they'll replace the music. And I had that happen in a few of like my early videos. They replace the music in the background right. and all of a sudden the video makes no sense. And I was right. like, oh, I guess. And now it's just with like generic, like, you know, MIDI music. We license all of the music for my videos. So I can put them on any platform because I've purchased the license to them. Same. I mean, okay. that's what we do now. Yeah. But on TikTok, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, but you can only play it on TikTok. So you may not be able to put that that video on Reels, Instagram okay. Reels. Because I've learned, eh, I'm going to lose this TikTok thing. Don't do that. All right. I'm going to put it behind me. <laughs> okay. So I have learned that music and sound bites completely change the video experience 100 percent. i have like gotten like um uh just like early edits of some of my videos back and i'm like it's not funny i'm like it doesn't have energy right. and then they just slap slap a little beat in the background i'm like i love it <laughs> you know well and you know like my audience now the glendorati's like they know if it's going to be a story time based on the music they know if there's going to be like glenda made like a real estate used a real estate life like they know that when that music is coming like, so Denver has really curated the music to, is it a story time? Is it an infomercial? What is it? Denver is your videographer, editor. He's a predator. 
So he produces, shoots, and edits. Got it. How'd you find him? I found him on Instagram. Some girl tagged him in a video that he shot for her. And I was like, oh, if he's good enough for her, he's good enough for me. I didn't interview him. I didn't do any research on him. I never went to his website. I don't even think I've been to his website to today. Like, I had no idea. He, he came into my house, met him completely and totally cold, him and Sam. And I have the video where we first started. And I told him, like, what was my vision and everything. And didn't I remember you telling me this story? Didn't you say that he thought you were crazy? He was like, do you know how much I cost? Yeah. And you want me to make you TikTok videos? He's like, you do realize you could do that from your phone. And I was like, mm, that's not what I'm looking for. That's not what I want to do. And um, when I when I hired him, I was like, I was go I was doubling down. I was going all in. I signed a six month contract. I was gonna pay him for six months. And the morning shooting the TikToks went well. We shot eight TikTok videos. It went well. The afternoon where we shot long form YouTube, we were never able to use those. Interesting. Because I was so bad looking at the camera. Oh wow. I was so bad looking. At, it was horrible so when i auditioned for million dollar listing there was a, a part where we were doing the interviews you know where we're just like talking directly to the camera and in the audition they did kind of what you do in your videos i was talking to the producer while um you know while we were being filmed when it came time to actually start filming they wanted me to talk to camera and Talking to camera is a lot harder. Right. A, there's, you don't get that human interaction. No. That's why, like, reality TV for me, it's very real. It's so easy because I'm just really talking to people and really being myself. And, yeah. like, the cameras kind of fade away pretty quickly right. until you're staring right at the damn thing. And then you're like, oh, hi. <laughs> like, well, and, you know, I think that's why this is working. Right. Because even though it's being filmed, like, it's just me and you talking. Totally. And I think that that – and it kind of gives the viewer – that fly on the wall mm -hmm. like oh my gosh i'm getting to listen to two great friends glenda and tyler like they're they're talking like they're talking about their personal stuff and i get to hear it mm -hmm. like i can't step away mm -hmm. so i think that that kind of that that vantage point of the viewer um has what is what's drawn people in on my tiktoks because i'm i'm talking to sam and they're like, oh, wait a minute. Like, she's giving away, like, great information that, like, she's not just telling everybody. Right. So whereas if I'm looking at the camera, they're like, oh, well, she's she's telling everybody all this stuff. Like, I don't need to listen to that. But when I'm talking to Sam, they're like, oh, wait a minute. Let yeah. Listen to this. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I actually never thought about it from that aspect. So talk me. So you, you make these first round of professional videos. Yeah. And you put the first one up. Yeah. Did... Did you find instant success on TikTok? No. Okay, so what did it look like? What was the growth like? And what was the moment where it was like, what just happened? So probably um, purchasing the least expensive home in the best neighborhood was the first video that kind of got some traction. And then uh, total cost to own, that it's not just about the mortgage payment, that the gas, the electric, the taxes, the landscaping, the swimming pool. All of those things are included in your total cost to own. Those first, those two videos were the first ones to kind of, oh, wait a minute. We like her. She, we like what she's saying. And then, um, and that was probably about four months in. So I was about four months in when those hit. 
And so I I had grown. And a you were posting bit. every day. So keep in mind the first the first group, I only shot eight videos because I was going to post on Tuesday and Thursday. So I only thought I could shoot eight videos. So the second time when he came, we shot eight videos. So the first time, the second time, eight videos, then eight videos twice a week. That's so that's a month and a month. Yep. And then the next time that Denver came, I shot those eight videos in the first hour. Because you you had practiced. Well, because you become proficient at it. Like totally. you're Like, you know, you put in the reps, you do more reps, you do more weight. And can, I, can I just interject there? Because I'm sure you get this too. So many people are like, well, this is easy for you to say. You're natural on camera. You're this on camera. <laughs> and I was like, it with practice, I did become that way. Like, yeah, yeah now it's like I, when I'm filming with my clients and I just come in and I start talking and they're like, wow, that was just like, you're just you. You just come in and do your thing. Yeah. And I was like, it wasn't like that the first few times. I was nervous. I was right. heightened. I, I was like, am I being myself? I was very in my head. And then you get used to it. it. Like People are like so afraid about those first few. And I'm like, everybody's nervous. That's why people right. go to like acting school so they right. can practice. <laughs> and, you know, like you don't start at the top. Well, but you know, Tyler, I think that like yesterday, like I sent, I sent somebody a message and I'm like, I'm equally excited and nervous mm-hmm. because like, you know, you're a big star. Like, you're a big star. Oh gosh. You no, have no, more views than me. No, no, no. Like mm-hmm. you're like like you're a big star. Mm, and I'm thinking to myself, does feel good to hear. No, I mean, I'm thinking to myself like like does he really know what he's getting himself into with me? Like I mean, I, I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm very calculated. Yes. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was like I was like I, I just, you know, I hope this is going to be okay. And you know, what if his people like think I'm a big quack? Like what if they think that I'm terrible? Like I'm used to having Denver like say, oh, Glenda, you're doing a great job. You know, yeah, Glenda, this is good. Like do this, do that. Like I'm used to somebody like, you know, thinking I'm amazing. And like what if your fancy guys, you know, from New York, you know, what if they think that I'm like, you know, some like hit from the stick? And then and then you realize like my guys are so laid back and so easygoing, like the most chill people ever. I know. Like, and, I'm like, and I'm like, thank God. I know. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I you know, I was so nervous. And so very similar with the TikTok journey, like, I mean, I would look at Denver and I would be like, Okay, so how's this like are am I is this like how I do it? Like, does this thing really work or this is just a prop? Oh, this is just a prop, that thing up there is you know, I mean, so but for me, I really was committed to it. So two a week. And then the third time that he came, I said, I shot those first eight in the hour. And he looked at me and he's like, well, we got your eight videos. And I said, let's keep going. And we shot more. And so now I shoot 40 to 50 videos in a sitting. And how long is it? Is it a whole day? Yeah, all day. 11 hours. Yeah. And you don't get exhausted. Well, Denver breaks it up. Denver, like me, is very regimented. So we start shooting. He gets there at seven. Um, I have my call to greatness at eight. I come down at eight ten. Eight ten to eight thirty, we frame out the day, and then eight thirty to eleven thirty, we shoot. Eleven thirty to twelve thirty, we take lunch. Twelve thirty to one, we frame out the afternoon, and then we shoot one to six or one to seven. So something that I struggle with and have to like work on is. So we've talked about in previous episodes that doing this is like us, but with the volume all the way up. Yeah. I can only keep the volume up for so long before, oh, really? like, remember last night before we went to dinner? Yeah. If I didn't, I was like, I need to go just be in my room and just kind of, I didn't do anything. I just like right. laid down and just cleared my mind for a little bit. If we had gone directly to dinner, 
I would have I would have been a mute. I wouldn't have been able to I wouldn't have been able to engage with you guys. I just like I have to recharge. Like my batteries, my batteries do not have unlimited power in them. And so like while I love being on and I love, you know, giving people my energy and everything, like I, that going all day for me is not an option. It's just not. Interesting. So so because and I and I didn't really realize that until I've spent some time with you is that there is the Glenda show. There is the Tyler show. Like, and when you're in front of your clients, it's very similar. Mm -hmm. It's the, it's, it's a real estate show. When you're in front of your clients, you have the volume turned up and this is very similar in a performance perspective. And I understand where you're going. For me, I think about it. I shoot one day a month because my income comes from selling real estate. Totally. Mine not, too. Not from shooting videos. Mm -hmm. And so I don't have, you know, X number of hours a day for three or four or five days to do this. I need to knock it out all in one. So while it is very uh, tedious and intense, for me, the um, where I'm spending my time is, is it's, it's more efficient for me. Amazing. All right. So if you don't mind, okay. I, a lot of what you said made me think of, uh, so at Triple Mint, Molly Townsend, our sales manager is so inspiring, such a great writer, so entertaining and just like the best sales manager ever to like bounce things off of. Cause she's just a level headed goddess, great mindset junkie, all of the above. So every Sunday she sends out these emails to the entire company and it's always thought provoking food for thought, a little bit of like what's going on in the world and the market and things we need to know. And February 6th, so about a month ago, she sent this email out on Sunday about TikTok, which is like all of a sudden it's been huge for a while, but now she described what she thinks is happening right now perfectly. And a lot of the things that are like great about TikTok, which when I saw this, I was like, I have to get on TikTok, but then I knew we were doing this. I was like, I'll save it for an episode. But I want to read people what she said. I want to hear your thoughts on what she said. Okay. Um, so this is from Molly. I spent an hour on TikTok this morning, an hour that I will never get back. And here's what I learned. Number one, it is by definition provocative. I was immediately laughing, sighing with disgust, and talking animatedly at the screen to the point where my 11-year-old made the joke that he wanted to make a TikTok of me watching TikTok. Number two, it has the effect of feeling totally equalizing. Everyone gets their 59 seconds of fame. You don't need followers to go viral, and you don't need smart content for that matter. Slip on a banana peel, and you can have thousands of views in an hour. Number three, nearly every topic related to real estate suggests that if you are a real estate agent and not a millionaire, you are seriously deficient. More on this later. In the end, what surprised me the most is how much I actually cared. Something about the voyeuristic satisfaction of watching the underdog succeed or fail. Every frame presents an opportunity for a user to dazzle, to win, to make us laugh, or to fall flat on their face. The anticipation is somewhat thrilling. It's as if someone tipped you off to the fact that they are going to rush the field during halftime or climb up onto the stage at a stadium concert, and you are waiting on the edge of your seat for that very moment. Whenever, uh, Remember when live TV was that exciting? Remember when you felt compelled to watch all four hours of the Oscars just in case an actor flubbed their acceptance speech while bawling or got all political? You knew you would read about it in the news the next morning, but somehow the FOMO of missing it live kept you tuned in. 
TikTok's uh, platform design is built on FOMO, the artificial intelligence that suggests what you might like and the algorithms that push content rely heavily on how much time you spent watching each video. The longer you stay on a video, the more likely similar videos will queue up behind it with the ultimate goal of keeping you watching and keeping you on the app. That's the whole game. And by being a content first social platform, TikTok is very much a different game. Unlike Instagram and Facebook, TikTok is interest-based, not friend-based. It doesn't care who your friends are. It cares about what you like and gives you an untapped audience with others who share similar interests. I love it. Can you send that to me? Of course I can. I love that. It, nail on head. And I, What I really got captivated by that is everybody has a chance. Right. Like any you don't you don't need to be on a TV show, you don't need a million followers. You post a video, if it gets attention, their algorithms are going to make sure lots of people see it. Well, and that I mean that's the thing. I'm a 55-year-old real estate agent in Atlanta, Georgia that's TikTok famous. Like how weird is that? I love it. I mean I love it. I think it's so inspiring. But and who would have thought that? Yeah. I love the idea of everybody gets a chance. You know, yeah, it really speaks everybody. to what we were talking about earlier of like feeling like you don't fit in, feeling like there's not a spot for you. If this is something you want, you don't yeah. have to want it. Not everybody wants it. Some right. people are like the idea of going viral <laughs> on social media is like the worst thing that could ever happen to me. Right. But if you think that's funny, uh, my aunt um, had a video of her Pomeranian who she taught to go get a pacifier and then go put the pacifier down. And so she's like, go get your passy. And the Pomeranian runs over and puts a pacifier in her mouth and then comes back and she's like, put that passy down. And then she goes back and she puts the passy down. That video went viral and it was the best day of my aunt's life. <laughs> I mean, it's like, she's like, people are reaching out. People want to talk to me about my dog. I was like, what, what are the tricks? I was like, if you're a one trick pony, you're a one trick pony, but it was still fun. You know, yeah. it was like, it was like, she will remember that moment forever. It was like such a, like a great day in her life. So I want my chance now. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Okay, so I'm opening it up. Okay, and, and what are we doing? Are you going to talk about real estate? I'm going to tell people that we're starting a podcast. Okay. What else am, what else am I going to do? Okay. All right. So can I also just say, I think it's interesting. I literally open it. It's already, I haven't entered any of my interests or anything, yeah. and videos are just going. Right. That's to the For You page. But it doesn't know me yet. Those are videos for you. I know. It's, it's just, it's it's just gonna guessing. Throw, it's going to throw you a bunch of shit. Okay, and then... If I like it, I hit the heart. If you like it, you hit the heart. And if not, I hit the arrow? No. If you hit the arrow, you're sharing it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so what if I, how do I tell it I don't like it? You, you don't watch it. You go fast. So I just. The average TikTok video is watched nine seconds. Okay. Yeah. So the faster you skip it, the, it knows that you like it the least. Okay. If you get a Glenda video, stay on it for a long time. Okay. At least 31 seconds. All right. So I assume I'm going to hit create at the bottom. Plus. This is like using Amazon. Remember, yeah, easy peasy. they're like, who taught you how to use Amazon? They're like, you just signed in and did it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how it's supposed to be. Same thing. TikTok would like to access the camera. I'll allow. And, oh, right. Okay. We're, we're getting so excited. We walked away from the microphone. Sorry about that. If you guys couldn't hear Glinda, it's That's because right. she was so excited about me getting on well, TikTok. Well, it's because I wanted to snuggle up to you and show you. Okay. It's the mother in me who wants to like 
help you do it. You're also, you're like a little bit like uh, uh, Gypsy Rose Lee. Like you're the stage mom. Exactly. <laughs> and like you're just like leaning over and you're like, I'm going to be in your first TikTok I'm video. I'm going to help you. <laughs> okay. Now I'm going to let it access my microphone. Oh, and then you choose the time. So 15, 60 or three minutes. Right. So how long do you think that you need? I'm going to go 60 seconds. Perfect. I mean, we've only got two minutes left before I have to say pineapple. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, and then I just press and hold and talk. Exactly. Everybody, I'm making my very first TikTok right now. If you are a fan of the podcast, then you're listening to it right now. And this is the moment. I want everybody who listens to our podcast to come watch this. And if you just happen to see it right now, the podcast is not actually live. But I don't have any friends. But... You don't need friends, right? Glenda Baker from TikTok fame. Hey, guys. And Tyler from Million Dollar Listing Mediocre fame are doing a podcast, ladies and gentlemen. That has no name. So if you would like to suggest a name for our podcast, do so now. Right now, the front runners are GNT. And uh, from the gas station to the bus station, baby. Which I'm not going to lie. That's my favorite. I, I think that's the name. <laughs> anyway, bye. Then okay. I just hit the check mark. Can I tag you? Yeah. Get back in front of the microphone. Okay, sorry. So can, how do I tag you? Okay, push the red button. Yep, check. Okay, next. Okay. Now, in, in your... You're going to do it. Okay. Well, you know what I'm going to do, though, right? I, I actually have no idea what you're going to do. Okay, this what is, do you want to say? I want to say, this is my very first TikTok. I'm starting a podcast... With somebody. This is my very first TikTok explanation point. I'm starting a podcast with. <laughs> oh my gosh. And look, it's going to. Oh, I have to follow you, I think. Oh no. No, I don't. There we go. Add Glenda Baker. Okay. Um, see, don't you love this, Tyler? Uh, yeah, so far it feels a lot like Instagram, but I guess. How do I, we're not going to do it today, but I guess, are there certain things that okay. are kind of like, could you wait one second? Yeah, I guess I'm not the most patient. Drop your name suggestions for our podcast in the comments, like, and share explanation point. Hashtag Glenda Baker, hashtag Tyler Whitman. Oh shit. Sorry. We're out of characters. That's oh. the only thing I hate. Okay. Okay. So look, you, you want to pick your cover. Okay. And you could do captions. Okay. But let's just do like here. You want to put in my very first TikTok. Okay. And do you know how to spell TikTok? Because <laughs> it's not exactly the way that you think it is, you know? T-I-K-T-O-K. Isn't that right? Just yeah. make sure. I should know, shouldn't I? Since I'm TikTok famous, right? It's T-I-K-T-O-K. Make sure in the, in the, in the, yeah, I guess that's right. I, I can't see that far away. Okay. Okay, but go back to the... Um, you have 585,000 followers. I told you I was TikTok famous. 8.7 million likes. Yeah, but look at this, because this is something that I really want you to look at, is that up here, you can you can put in, if you always hashtag your name, you can see the number of cumulative views across all of your videos. So I have 74.9 million views across my video catalog. Jesus. All right. So now I just hit save. Yeah, but look at the caption and make sure I spelled TikTok right. Um, 
There's a space between Glinda. It says at Glinda Space Baker. Is that okay? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Um, this is my very first TikTok. You spelled that right. Okay, great. Uh, Tia. T-I-K. Oh, then you did not spell it right. Okay. Now <laughs> I did. All right. T-I-K-T-O-K. I'm starting a podcast with Glinda Baker. Drop your name suggestions for our podcast in the comments. Like and share. Okay. Uh, honey, uh, we're... Way past pineapple. Way past pineapple. It's all good. So I'm going to post it. We hit our goal. I hit post and that's it. Post. But you also want to add captions from some, at some point. And you can do that automatically in TikTok, just so you know. It's very difficult for me to add the captions inside the app. They think that I have an accent. Oh, my God. And they so, do? Yes. That's and bullshit. so a lot of the words, like Glenda, sometimes comes out as calendar. <laughs> I love you say Glenda, and they're like... She said suitcase. <laughs> it's like, it's like, how do, where did you get calendar from Glinda? Oh, goodness. So, but anyway, and then all of my audience, the Glindarotis, they like the way I say real, which I think I say it the right way, but everybody says, I just want you to listen to you say real. Because you make it two syllables. Real. <laughs> <laughs> all right pineapple <laughs> surprise all right so um let's hear what good morning my name is logan and my wife and i are a team here in washington state southwest washington we are in the process of expanding our business actually to florida uh we are both born and raised in the pacific northwest so we are really rooted here a lot of our business is referral based so uh, we definitely are not going to walk away from our business here. So we are in the process of uh, recruiting, I, I guess you could call it, and hiring uh, additional members for our team so we can have hands and, and feet here on the ground in Washington State as we transition to Florida. So my question is, is what is the best way or what is the most efficient way we should focus on growing our team, on implementing um, the same amount, the same quality of service that we provide our clients that brings us referral business um, year after year and timing of transitioning to another market. So I appreciate your guys' feedback. We love watching you guys. So hopefully we hear back from you and talk to you soon. Thank you. That was I awesome. love that. Yeah. Do you know Logan? I don't know Logan. I don't know Logan either. Oh, amazing. So don't you love it that we have a question from somebody that we don't know? Yeah. That's awesome sauce. Yeah. Okay. But but I really want you to answer this question because you were in the city, mm-hmm. very established in the city, mm-hmm. and you all of a sudden decided to expand out into the Hamptons a very kind of what I would say close knit <laughs> uh, real estate community. And here you came out and made a big splash. So how, how did you expand into the Hamptons without like losing your foothold? And I would even argue that your foothold in the city has grown exponentially, exponentially while you have been building your Hamptons based business. I, uh, I'm actually really excited that's the question because yeah. I it was definitely a fake it until you make it and really proud of how my I followed my gut and it did really work out really well. But there were some scary steps along the way. 
Uh, first thing is that you have to have a reason. You have to have a story. I think every brand needs a story. That's why brands exist. And people forget like these little details. Um, somebody once told me that a brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room, right? And and so I have a very strong brand of being relatable, being fun, being nice, being a little extra, um, dancing. You know, I'm the anti-stuffy broker. That's who I am. That's who I want to be. And I know that, especially in the New York market, it's lots of hedge funders, lots of finance executives. So some of those people love me. I'm kind of like a break from their like stuffy world. And they're like, oh, thank God. Like, I, I need you. I, yeah. I, I need a reprieve from my professional life. Um, so I've been very surprised at who relates to my brand. And, um, and because of that, you know, we say you want to like shout it from the rooftops of who you are. And I needed a brand story. Why am I going to the Hamptons? And for me, it was because the Hamptons makes me so happy. I love being out here. I love being part of this community. I have so many clients that share New York and the Hamptons as their homes. Um, and this place really saved my life. You know, I got sober out here. And those were the things that I shared coming out here. I made sure everybody knew why this market was important to me. Because when I'm thinking about expanding, it's a lot easier for me to, like, let's say Atlanta, it's so much easier for me to just send my good business to Glenda Baker, get my 25% referral fee, and collect the checks without doing the work. Then, I mean, because, like, setting up shop is expensive. Yeah. And then working on taking that market share is expensive. And so in my head, I always said, if I'm going to your market, it's because I got to be obsessed with your city. Otherwise, I'm just going to collect referral fees. Referral fees are so much easier. So yeah. I think when I'm talking to people, I'm like, if I'm actually coming to your market, it's because I'm passionate about that place. It's because I believe in that place. It's because I want to be part of that community. And it's not about just collecting a check to me. It's about going there and like making a difference in people's lives. And that became my brand story about expansion. The hardest part was relinquishing the power in New York. You know, I had to like really trust my team and really empower my team and really let go of the good business, you know? So like a lot of like the, the super VIP people who love me and love working with me, I have to pass off to the Josh and Ashley's of my team and, uh, and let them shine. And when I let them do that, firstly, their loyalty to my team is through the roof and my clients are so impressed by what we've built and the machine that we have. And I pay people really well. I give very fair commission splits. And so everybody is all in on the process. Uh, so that was the hardest thing about stepping away. And I think that's probably something you're going to have to learn to do in Washington, where your main business is right now. Right. You're going to have to trust the people who are boots on the ground there to do the work for you. You can't be controlling. You have to uh, let go of they're going to make some mistakes and you just have to say that's part of the learning process, yeah. you know, and also knowing that like sometimes deals just don't work out even when I'm involved. Right. right? Like and and then but when when I'm not involved and they don't work out, then I'm like, could I have done it? Like, could I have saved that one? And I just have to assume like I actually think Josh and Ashley might be better real estate agents than me. Like, wow. I really believe that like they their gift is that boots on the ground. My gift is building a brand and leading and really getting to know like what your strengths are. Coming out here, the hardest part was definitely the barrier to entry with the real estate community. People were really, really protective. Yeah. And that took a full year because people were trying to drive me out of here. People did not want to do business with me. 
And something that my coach said was, you know, this is the land of the free. Real estate agents don't get to claim anything. If you are licensed there, you can work there. If you're following the rules, you get to be there. And, you know, you are a brand. You get to do whatever you want. If it makes them uncomfortable, that's on them. And she was like, a real star agent levels up when a new star gets in town. They don't freak out and bring out the weapons. You know, she's like, oh, so-and-so's getting here. I need to level up and be on top of my game extra hard right now. And uh, something that was just a good mindset trick for me is she was like, if people are freaking out when you get there, she's like, that's a compliment. Absolutely. She's like, I love that. A real star levels up. Mm-hmm. And so Ooh. the last thing that I'll tell you, which is great advice that I got, because I'm also thinking about expanding my business down to South Florida. And I was down there with one of my friends who's a great agent down there. And, you know, he's a big believer in abundance and helping people get whatever they want. His name is Peter Kahn. If you're moving to Palm Beach, definitely reach out to him. I think he's amazing. And I was talking to him. I was like, how do I make this work? And he was like, you have to get comfortable living on a plane. He's like, if you want to be in multiple markets, and he was like, and you've got a, a big deal happening in New York, and he's like, you're going to have to pay the $300 to get up to New York for the day. He's like, and then you might have to pay, you know, get on a flight that night to get back down to Florida. And he was like, and you have to find the joy in that. You yeah. have to find the joy and be like, wow, look at all these people who like want to do business with me all over the world. And like, that's my fantasy. Like, I right. want to fly around and do that. So you just have to stay excited about those things um, and assume like – because I, I lived in a little bit of fear for a while, reaching out to agents out here about doing business with them. And I was like, you know, I've got a buyer for your property or, hey, I've got this listing, bring your buyers. I would be like, oh, they're going to be mean to me. And no matter what, even if I had to fake it at first, I was over the top positive. I'm like, oh my God, I'm coming to your listing today. I've got the best buyer. And they were like, who do you think you are? I was like, oh, I'm the guy with a really amazing buyer. You're going to love me. So we're going to be there <laughs> at noon. And You're going to love me. <laughs> I know. I promise. And it just took a while. Yeah. It took a while, but I just had to stay in that relentless positive space. Um, and yeah, that's, uh, I'm glad you called in and asked uh, because I, I, I love being in multiple markets. Yeah. It keeps me entertained. Well, and I think that it keeps you fresh. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, you're Atlanta through and through. Have you yeah. ever thought about growing outside of Atlanta? No, mm -mm, not at all. So, <laughs> you're like, I'm good. Yeah. Well, so this is my deal is Glenda goes global. Hashtag, hashtag Glenda goes global. Um, because like I would much rather help you find the Glenda in Nashville or find the Glenda in Denver. Because the thing about it is, is that 25% referral fee is all profit mm -hmm. period. Totally. And starting a business in, you know, Iowa, you know, Glenda Baker and associates of Iowa, there's a lot of expense to that. And then what is the true profit margin? Totally. And is the hustle and the effort worth the profit? I am all about bottom line profit. Top line revenue is irrelevant to me. Bottom line profit is all I care about. So if I can make that 25% referral fee without doing a thing, praise the Lord and pass the money. Speaking of, we're going to have to have an episode all about that top line, what we're spending our money on, what's good money, what's bad money. So yeah. stay tuned. Like and share and subscribe and comment and review and rate and and help us come up with a name. I know. But by the time number seven comes out, do you think that we'll have a name? By the time number one comes out, like people are listening to this, they're like, "You have a name." They're like, "You've had it because we'll have a oh, name before right. it goes live." Duh. We just don't have a name right now. Okay, yeah, we don't have a name right this very second. But, but you guys are in on the secret. Yeah, <laughs> you know the name. <laughs> <laughs>
Bye. Bye for now. <laughs> <laughs>